Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Game On. I'm your host, Jerry Jacob. This is a new show produced by She Got Game Media, and it's all about success stories. Our guests are game changers, celebrities, as well as successful rising stars in business, music, and the arts. This is not your average talk show. On Game On, each guest is asked to share five winning strategies or ideas that have made and continue to make them successful. Hopefully what they have to offer will inspire and motivate you to elevate your brand and get your game on. Today we're excited as my guest is Ms. Susan Fellner, a longtime advocate for children with special needs. Although Susan was born with significant hearing loss in both ears, her mother took a stand and never allowed Susan to see herself as disabled. Susan persevered by playing a string instrument, wrote, studied art, and participated in sports. Her passion and understanding for the disabled caused Susan to become a special needs teacher and would lead to creating the Friendship Workshop, a creative writing class devoted to creating friendship and leadership with autistic students and non-disabled students. In addition, Susan is paying homage to her mom, who is a renowned artist by working with Claire Berkeley of Grace Arts Florida to exhibit her works at the Reinterpreting the Pioneer Exhibit which opens in December in Fort Lauderdale, and we'll talk more about that. Susan Selmer, welcome to Game On. Thank you. I'm really enjoying being here. That's, that's great. Well, as you know, the format of our, our program is Success Strategies, and you've certainly been, uh, had your measure of success in your career as a special needs teacher and an advocate. And before we get to... Uh, revealing your five words or ideas. Uh, can we just learn a little bit more about you and how it all got started? Oh, sure, absolutely. Um, I was a special needs teacher for 39 years and then and then retired, and I've always been a stand for people and always been a stand for kids. And so when it came to retirement, it's like, now what? And I had a warehouse with hundreds of paintings from my mom. My mom had been an artist many years before, and I had taken the paintings and stuck them away in a warehouse. And I looked at, the, at those paintings as being possible to give back to kids to continue to take a stand around art and around a difference with students. Um, and so what ended up happening was I took these paintings and I took a stand and I created this whole um, idea and possibility that my mom's works be out in the world for people to really appreciate and for kids to be able to see that anything is possible in a world of art. Well, that, and, that's a great um, segue. And, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, so that's a great segue to – Really, and I, and I really want to continue on that. It's a great segue to actually talking about the five words because you have mentioning them right now. So if, right. if we can, uh, Susan, why don't we talk about those five words and, and again, how, how this all related to reinterpreting the Pioneer Exhibit and success in your life. So with the first word okay. I think that you shared with us was possibility, which is a great word. So please, you know, please feel free to be comfortable in, okay. in talking to us about your, your words. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Well, what I became present to is that paintings didn't have to sit in a warehouse. We've been paying for seven years, 
And so I created a possibility that those paintings be out there in the world for everybody to enjoy, to see the story that art tells, especially outsider art, and to actually provide the opportunity down the road for kids to get back from this. And, um, and, and I had many conversations with people around paintings, which also come back for me as a possibility is the legacy. Like these are the legacy that my mom left me and that this is a legacy that the entire world should share and enjoy. And that this and I, and is I think really this... a stand. Yeah, I'm, I'm, let me just complete this. That please, autistic please. children, I worked with them for many years, and they are so incredibly autistic, and that the things that they cannot say in words, they can say in paintings. And this is another world for them. And, and that's all embraced by your word possibility whether it be for us as listeners or autistic children that you work for, et cetera. And the, the second word that, that's kind of interesting is relatedness. So if you can tell us a little bit about that. Oh, absolutely. Well, relatedness is an absolutely beautiful word. It's, it provides everyone with the opportunity, and especially me, to be in conversations with people all the time. I'm really getting to be present to who people are and what they're up to and what they want in the world. And what it really has created is these opportunities to just keep expanding and expanding and expanding on my possibility, on this possibility I first created. You know, and and sharing and having those conversations and sharing about my mother's art, every single person had some area in their lives where in some way or another it touched and moved and inspired them also. And so I got present to who people are and what they want so that I could actually create something that was giving back to the world. It's not just about me. It's about everybody. Like what do people really want? And and then you mentioned also where, where you talked about here is really the opportunity now. Now that you've related it, there's the possibilities, and now you're creating and finding an opportunity. Uh, Opportunities. Opportunities are a very, very funny thing. Um, What ended up happening with opportunities is we don't even see the opportunities that are going on in our lives. Um, When I became related to someone in 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 an airport, was sitting, the the plane was delayed, and I... um, decided to um, have a conversation with someone and share with that person my mother's paintings and what I was up to, she was the one that said to me, oh, she says, well, I do art as a hobby. And what she ended up doing was sharing with me the art that she loved to do. It wasn't what she did for a business, but she loved to do it. And also shared with me Claire Vickery's phone number. She said, oh, well, you know, this person knows everything about outside of art. And so that relatedness actually created the opportunity for me to be in connection with Claire. And that came from a conversation with a total stranger. And those opportunities are really what creates 
every single of those conversations create every opportunity there is. If we don't come from a place that what we're creating has to look a certain way, then we can leave ourselves open to keep having those conversations and see what else shows up and see what else shows up. Because by connecting with Claire, I can also share with her my passion for kids. And she is a passion for bringing the culture back to students as well. And that is the driving force that has continued to move this forward. I, I, it, it, this is, it's, it's almost like it's, uh, it sounds like almost like a, there's, a, there's a link between each aspect and each word that you're talking about. And one of the things yeah. that uh, we find ourselves is we, we can have some of these, but I'm, I'm really intrigued by the word actions because it's, it's one thing to see it. It's another thing to do something about it. So tell me exactly. I mean, we, we learned a little bit about the action. Tell, tell me the actions that's going on right now as it relates to, to the exhibition that's going to be going on. Um, well, the actions that are going right now, uh, the exhibition is coming up this weekend. So the actions that are going on are kind of the finality of reaching out to people and, and just inviting loads and loads and loads of people to be there. Paintings have been chosen. Um, they're set up for the exhibits. Um, and we're, we're creating forward. We keep creating forward for more things and more things and more things. And what I'd like to say about the actions is that one of the actions I had to take to make this happen was to actually do an inventory of my mother's paintings and realize that I didn't have a couple of hundred paintings. I had over 1,200, a collection. Wow, and, wow. Right. And, and Claire was instrumental in supporting me around how I can actually do an inventory. So the actions, there have been unlimited amount of actions, but the key thing is, is you have to have a plan in place so that all those actions are going in that direction. Like if I'm not standing in this space of this is a done deal and this is going to happen, then I may be doing all sorts of actions that aren't getting me anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, and, and, and being in that conversation with Claire around Having this a done deal that no matter what people say to me, no matter how many galleries I go into and where they say, well, yeah, right, you, you, can't, you can't do this, well, then it may not work with that gallery and this person, but there's another way to do it. And mm-hmm. so the actions are when you're unstoppable around what you believe in, and you keep taking the actions, and you notice the urgency of taking those actions. And that really means acting. When I get casual around my actions, things disappear and things don't happen. And everything is linked with everything else. Mm-hmm. So the urgency is there. And, and how you schedule your life around your actions, this has really had an impact on me around, around how I schedule my life around these actions. We're, we're nonstop right now around this exhibit, and it's all about people getting to see what's possible. And, and your last word that you mentioned is completion. So if you don't mind, uh, Susan, t- tie together you know, how completion, obviously it's the last item, the last word that you used, elaborate on that a little bit for us. 
Well, well, that's kind of an interesting word because how how I envision completion in the past is not really what completion is about. Like the completion for this was that I created that we have an event with Claire, with my family. Our whole family created this together, that we're going to have an event and my mother is going to be out there. And that this is the completion of what we created at that moment. The completion is having this event, putting it out, publicizing it, having people show up to enjoy her art. That's the completion of this event. However, it's only the beginning. I also got completion in this and being present to who my mother was when I did the inventory. And that's why it's also legacy. Because I did not know who my mother was until I actually did the inventory and started reading her writings. And the things I blamed her for really did not exist. Like I could be generous in my listening of her as a person. I got to know her as a person through her art. And I got to be complete with who she was as a person, not blaming her for all those things that I blamed her for. She was a very lonely person, and it showed up in her art. And she wanted family, and I could have been so much more generous in listening to her when she was trying to share all this with me. So now this is showing her. She's looking over me someplace and showing her that we get who she was, and that's part of the completion also. Right. Well, that's, that's such a, a, a beautiful story, and, uh, you know, the way I believe is uh, she's there with you. So th- thankfully you've had a chance in, uh, in your lifetime to, you know, understand that, appreciate it, and uh, I, I, I kind of think she's listening in and she'll be part of the exhibit. So that, that, that's, um, that's beautiful. I, I, I would like to interrupt one more thing. I created sure. this also <clears throat> to have affinity with my family. And paintings tell a story. My legacy tells a story. But I am going to say to you that I didn't create this. I had the idea. My whole family, our whole family worked together on this. And we had all these conversations. And it came to a point that there were conversations that were never had before. Like I could have a conversation with my brother about how he saw my mother growing up. I could have a conversation with my sister. My sister could have a conversation. We can all have conversations and really get present to who we are and what it was like. And the stories that we had were just not real. So it's, it's created a closeness within the family which was also the intention to have these conversations we never had. Art is a conversation. Every one of her paintings is a conversation. It tells a story, especially with outsiders' art. And that's the beauty of this legacy and of this healing that we got from this. Uh, just, just quickly, Susan, what, when you say, what, what, what do you mean when you say outsider art? Uh, I, I mean, I've read about it, but I, I'd like to share it with the audience what you mean by it for a second. Well, my mother was a self-taught artist. My mother thought so outside the back box. She didn't start painting until she was in her 40s. She was a mm-hmm. child prodigy violinist before that in, in Toronto. Actually started writing in her 60s. But outsider art is, 
is self-taught art. And out the beauty of outsider art is it all tells a story. Like in this show, there are 20 different outsider artists. Each one of them tells a different story. It's not that same level of formal training that so many my, – my mother didn't go to schools and train. She took some classes to learn proper technique. But when her teachers told her how to do things, she did have to have she chose to because she was outside that box. She just created how she chose to create. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I, yeah. I wanted to just uh, – I, I wanted to repeat the, those, those key words for our audience, and, uh, uh-huh. and, and thank you very much for sharing, you know, your experiences and how it's led to your success. So, you know, the, the words are basically if you want to – Actually, tell us about it again. That would be great. Or I'll actually say it here. Okay, there's possibility, relatedness, Which, opportunity, uh, actions, and completion. Right. So I, I, I right. appreciate that, Susan. And, and what I'd like to do for the next few minutes is we've talked about the exhibition, which is called Reinterpreting the Pioneer Exhibit. It opens in December in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, uh-huh. It's being brought. It's being brought to life by Miss Claire Vickery of Grace Arts Florida. And for our audience, could you please share kind of the where, when, uh, how to get in touch with you? How do we make ourselves available so we can come down and, and see the art and meet you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, the uh, the exhibit is starting this Friday night, December second. And there okay. is going to be uh, Gary. Gary Monroe is going to be, and he's an a, a expert um, and a presenter on outside art. He's also an author, and he is going to be there and talking. So anybody that wants to learn about outsider art and opportunities in outsider art, it's a perfect opportunity for them to actually come and learn something about it. Um, and it is going to be from six to nine o'clock. Friday night, and it's going to be um, in the History Museum of Fort Lauderdale, which is 231 Southwest 2nd Avenue. It's also going to be, by the way, it's also going to be Sunday afternoon from 11 to 4, and the beauty of Sunday afternoon from 11 to 4 is there's actually going to be music around there. It's... um, it's just going to be a really nice, very creative day and afternoon. So um, that will be, and as I said, same place, 231 Southwest 2nd Avenue, and that's in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and you can contact, for more information, you can, you can contact at Grace Arts FL, and the phone number is 954 954- Eight one six three three two four. You want to repeat that, uh, Susan, for a second, just so Ab- people can jot it down. They can call and Ab- great. Absolutely, absolutely. So you can get information at Grace Arts FL, and the phone number is nine five four eight one six three three two four. And it is called Outsider Art, Reinterpreting the Pioneer. There's, there's a lot of history. 
around outsider art and the history in Florida is directly connected to outsider artists. And that's what you're going to have the opportunity to see. It's why it's in the History Museum, one of the reasons. That, that, is, that is so great. And uh, Susan, I, I, I thank you for, you know, so much for the opportunity to meet you. And, and again, I invite our audience uh, to please come by, visit uh, with Susan and the people there uh, at the Reinterpreting the Pioneer exhibit in Fort Lauderdale. So, again, thank you for your time. And, guys, thank you again for tuning to Game On with Jerry Jacob on Block Talk Radio. And you can listen to all of our interviews on Game On with Jerry Jacob on Facebook, Block Talk Radio, and iTunes. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you very much.